All right, let's try this. This is the voiceover for movie trailer. Take one. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of movie. You're listening to Trailer Trashed on the Merry-Go-Round Magazine Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, CJ Simonson and Kate Brogdon. Hey everyone and welcome to Trailer Trash on the Merry Ground Magazine Podcast Network, the podcast where movie trailers get the fair and balanced critique they deserve during a night of drinking, and we have been drinking some. My name is CJ Simonson, the music editor of our Merry Ground Magazine, and I am joined by... I am Kate Brogdon, I am the TV editor of our Merry Go Round Magazine. What is up? Chillin', man! Holy shit. We have been drinking. We've been drinking a little bit. We drank... So we, we recorded a pod... You probably already heard it. The sober pod. The sober pod. Then we drank some. We did a shot at the end of that pod. And we mm-hmm. both crushed a beer, I think. And yeah. we're about to do a, a shot right now at the top of this. Oh, God. All right. This is... If I if I get sick for content, it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Okay. Oh, Christ. All right. Cheers. We're going to do it. Cheers. Tequila. Are you going to get it? Okay. I'm going to get it. Wait. Hold on. we got to do it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. All okay. right. One, two, two three. three. Mm. My hat <laughs> off. Woo. All right, that was live. Unfortunate. Yeah, that was live. All right, we're keeping it down. Bill O'Reilly says, "We fuck it, we'll do it live." We're doing it live. Oh shit! Woo. All right, we're good. Woo. Okay. So the way we didn't talk about this in the first pod, we probably should have. The format of this podcast will slightly be the best <laughs> we can. Try. <laughs> We're going to talk about two to three trailers, big trailers, and then we're going to rapid fire some trailers at the end. Yes. Quick thoughts, go fast, etc. Quick thoughts, go fast. <laughs> I'm just giving directives now. This is good. <laughs> and, and honestly, to be 100% honest, uh, might put bomb music under, you know, like the ticking like 24 music. Oh, hell yeah. I love it. Let's yeah. do it. CJ's we'll doing all the production on this, by the way. I'm just along for the ride. All I have to do is show up, get drunk, and not barf. I'm only doing the production until Thomas says I can't do it anymore because... Uh, You're not I'll allowed be- to do any more things. Not <laughs> more things. It'll be fine. We'll figure it out. All right. First up, the Dumbo trailer. You have something very rare. You have wonder. All right. So, oh, God damn you, Tim Burton. You, oh, Let's start fuck right me. There. Let's start literally right there. Okay. I, here are notes I wrote down. I'll read them up. Okay. Right so there. so what ha- what what had happened was oh, you're doing, yeah, yeah. CJ and I just took a break and watched all of the trailers in a row. And some of which we'd seen before, some of which were new to us. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we just watched the Dumbo trailer, and CJ was taking notes, and I wasn't because I'm a slacker. <laughs> because I wanted CJ to surprise me. Well, I wrote down from the imagination of Tim Burton. In what way and how? how isn't is it a thing? book? Isn't Dumbo a book? And or is Bambi a book, a book? And if it isn't a book, is it not already a movie? Is it is already a movie. we're making this movie? Is this just how, like, what if this is set in a universe inside Tim Burton's head where Tim Burton is watching the original Dumbo and this is just what he sees in his imagination? This is just uh, the Big Fish extended universe. 
It really is. That it's is a hot the hottest take. take. I just came up with. That's a really hot take. It is because we got our we we got our Danny DeVito. Yep. Because this is the just thing that I'm. This is the thing that I'm thinking. I love a Tim Burton circus aesthetic. Me too. I love a circus. I love a Tim Burton. I somehow don't love this circus aesthetic though. Real, it's very like Moulin Rouge, which is where I think it loses me. I don't love Moulin Rouge. I ah. thought bring it to Broadway for some reason. Neat. Oh, we can, if we get into the Broadway thing about Moulin Rouge, this is going to oh, be a two-hour podcast. Do they have a trailer for it? They don't. Have, I wish they don't. Have, they don't have a trailer, but I do have a friend that saw it, and I have some thoughts. All right, but anyway, but we're not talking about that. No, we're no. talking about this. I, I, I guess for me, like, okay, yeah, it's just slightly too like. CG, if that makes sense. Like the whole like, whereas Big Fish felt very authentically kind of shiny, this feels fake shiny to me. Like how all of his recent shit has been. You're not wrong. Yeah. So it's the thing that strikes me. Like, are these just like the most unamused, unmagical children that have ever existed? I don't know. Well, you brought up a point. So I haven't watched the movie in a long time. The original original movie. About the crows now being children. That's basically what it is because they put it in this trailer where there's a little ethnically ambiguous girl who gives Dumbo a feather. Right. Because in the original movie, it was the crows. And like when you're watching the original movie, you're like, Oh, right. Like, they're doing kind of like a doo-wop thing, and it's clearly like a little racist, but like, is it? And then you find out that the name of the crow is Jim Crow. Yes. And then you're like, oopsie whoopsie, can't have that. So they have deliberately replaced the crows with ethnically ambiguous wooden children. Yeah. And it's just like, it doesn't read in the trailer as fake woke to me. But it has that vibe where it's like, look how not full of racist crows this version of Dumbo is. Yeah, I I wrote down warhorse vibes, question mark. You know, you're not wrong. <laughs> because there are a couple moments where I was like, this feels like the faux adventures that Spielberg was trying to do. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Um both you and I were shocked to learn that the man with the white hair is Michael Keaton. It is Michael Keaton as fuck. Michael Keaton is in this movie as he can possibly be. And to bring it back to your point, Michael Keaton looks like a racist. He does! He looks like someone who (laughs) hates black people. I don't know a better way to say it other than that he's racist. I guess that's the better way to say it. Okay, so let me me try to explain what I think this movie's about. Okay, I would love that because I feel like the first one is just a drug drug binge and this is... It is. Okay. Let's back up yeah. by about 60 years. Sure. The first Dumbo is literally just like a series of things that happen. Yep. Which is how Literal a lot of... pink elephants. Yes. Which is how a lot of the early Disney movies are when you go back and watch them. Okay. It's just kind of like, oh, wow, now that's happening. And it's just Dumbo doing his thing and trying to be the best little circus elephant. And then in the end, he gets reunited with his mom and then we're all happy. Like, there aren't any explicit efforts by Dumbo and Timothy Q. Mouse in the original movie where they're like, we're going to find your mom. It's just, he's just being an elephant. So in this one, what, um... I'm sorry, CJ. Are you just so popular that you have to be doing Facebook messages while you're doing a podcast with me? Uh, no, my girlfriend at some point will have to get back into this house and just <laughs> have my phone on me. And uh, I don't, I don't know where it actually. It's, I think it's over there. Okay, so you can, you can. Me. 
I just told her to Facebook me. It's cool. We're good. You can find your phone, and I'll explain what I think this movie Go is for about. It. Okay, so based off of this trailer, which as we stated in our episode zero, which if you're listening to this, I know that you listen to because we don't, we don't. We don't stand fake fans here over well, on Also, Trailer why Trashed. would you listen to one without zero? Zero right? is only 20 minutes. It's, it, it, Come on, you guys. We're sober. It's as... Yeah. Yeah. It's as Do good it. as we're going to be. <laughs> I couldn't figure out a way to say it. Shit. So, so this version of Dumbo, from what I gather, it's these two kids. Yes. Ethnically ambiguous wooden girl and ethnically ambiguous wooden boy. Except that they do seem to be related to Colin Farrell. Yes. Kind of. So it's these two kids. They are the children of Colin Farrell. Yes. Colin Farrell works for Danny DeVito, who owns Shitty Circus. Michael Keaton owns Dope Circus. Yes. And Michael Keaton is like, yo, we're going to take this flying elephant. We're going to turn this shit out. We're going to make millions. We're going to make millions of goddamn dollars on this flying elephant. And so then Danny DeVito, shitty circus, merges with Michael Keaton, dope circus. But then there's like some conflict because Michael Keaton's like a bad guy and they take Dumbo's mom away for reasons. In In the original movie, it's explicitly because she attacked a kid. Yeah. Because the kid was right. fucking with Dumbo, but the ringmaster didn't know that. And Correct. so they're like, we got to get rid of her. So they send her to just a different circus. Yeah. But that's not in this version. They're just like, what are you? She's gone. Where are they going? Where, where are they going with that mommy elephant? And then Colin Farrell. This is your favorite line. So you can do the rendition here. Um, all right. Ready? Yes. <clears throat> I need I need a moment. All right. Okay. Take Dumbo back inside. Take Dumbo back inside. It's a perplexing line. It's the only <laughs> line in the entire trailer. It's Southern, which like there's not really any precedence for. It doesn't seem like no one else in the trailer seems to be Southern. Are we in Southern. the South? Are we in the South? Great question. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it feels like it's the kind of thing where Colin Farrell's like, want to do a Southern accent? Haven't done one before. And they're like, game on. Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Fuck it. Tim Burton's like, yeah, let's make it weird. I don't have my wife around anymore. So like, we'll have. Oh, man. Sweet, sweet Helena Bonham Carter and Tim Burton <laughs> and their conjoined houses. Look, she's out there. <laughs> conjoined houses. They have conjoined houses. Didn't know that. That's you didn't amazing. know this? They lived in neighboring lofts in London and they had like the two houses were separate houses, but they were connected by a hallway. Uh, amazing. So she lived in the one house and he lived in the other house but they were connected i'm kind of super into the idea i love it i need my space but both I love you and you. i are in committed relationships yes and you trust us that sounds cool that sounds dope <laughs> i can have all my posters up that i want yeah sign me up for that sign me up conjoined houses if you can afford two houses 100 hook it up make it happen so do we want to see this dumbo movie it's a great question um I am a sucker for Tim Burton movies with Danny DeVito and Top Hats. Right. Um, he's Big done Fish Light. Big Fish. Uh, he's also in a Top Hat, I believe, in Batman Returns. Uh, I'm here for that aesthetic of Danny DeVito. Uh, one thing I thought about in this trailer as well is, oh, sh- shit, there's a note that I have that we didn't even talk about yet, that both you and I talked about even when we were watching the trailer, even though we made real conscious efforts not to discuss anything during the trailer. Can't um, do it. But first, Danny DeVito to talk about his career for a moment i feel like it's i just binge watched uh all of it's always sunny Amazing. season 13 uh or whatever yeah season 13 is that the most recent one yeah um mm-hmm. i watched all of it and it's funny because now you know danny devito in tim burton movies is a weirdo yes and for whatever reason danny uh, not for whatever reason we know why 
Danny DeVito tends to get cast as the weirdo. Because he's a fucking weirdo. Because he's a weirdo. But when you watch It's Always Sunny, because it's in the context of a cast where they're all really fucking terrible people, um, I, I think that he is just a normal guy. He's just a dad. He's just a dad. You're not asked to believe anything else. He's just a dad, and then he's just a degenerate. Like, those are his... That's his world. So to watch this again, where then he's just a weirdo again, I'm like, because he's a carnival barker. You know, he's Does he somewhere do in- anything in this trailer? There's one shot of him in this trailer where he just has this, like... Wow! Look on his face. He's and the like, carnival ringleader. I don't know. You know, he owns a shitty circus, and he Michael deals with Keaton, bearded ladies, and I, I mm-hmm. don't. Know, and Michael Keaton's weird hair. Michael and, Keaton owns a dope circus yeah. with a sexy lady on a chandelier. That's the circus that you want to be a Danny DeVito. You should sell your goddamn soul. At least Danny DeVito seems to be sympathetic in this movie. Hopefully, he does. Can you make Danny DeVito non-sympathetic? Like he was kind of a dick in Big Fish, and he was still sympathetic. True. I uh, yeah, you can make him a dick because he was the penguin in in that Tim Burton movie. He was a dick. That's true. Uh, the one thing we did not discuss: Why does Colin Farrell only have one arm climbing that bridge? <laughs> there's a part where he just. There's a there's a there's a bit of this trailer where he's like dramatically climbing a ladder and he just has one arm. Kate audibly like at the same time we because we watched this one twice. Yes. The second time we both went. Why does he only have one arm? Where's his other arm? Where's his other arm? So I guess he loses an arm. It doesn't seem like from what we watched that he is missing an arm in the other trailers, which means at some point in this movie he loses an arm or. Something happens to his arm where it seems like it's missing. I don't know. There are Does a lot of Dumbo's options. mom tear off Colin Farrell's arm? Take Dumbo back inside. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I've got. Holy shit, that's amazing. Oh my god, I hope that well, because it's it's Jumbo is the mom. <laughs> yes, correct. And Jumbo Jr. is mm-hmm. Dumbo, but then they call him Dumbo, Dumbo because the elephants in the original movie are mean. So I don't know if he's actually gonna be called Dumbo in this movie. Would I watch Dumbo to get back to an original question? Oh yes. boy. I will wa- I will probably not see this in theaters. Me either. But I will get drunk and watch this on a Saturday and pay like $2 for it. I really have yet to buy into any of the live action remakes of any of the Disney movies. Everybody told me that Jungle Book was dope. Jungle Book was fine. Everybody told me... Well, nobody told me that Cinderella was dope, but I did watch Cinderella because <laughs> yeah. I love me some Kenneth Branagh. Yes. I love Kenneth Branagh. And Kenneth I'm Branagh like, is the correct amount of overacting. It's pretty yes. amazing. Yes. Well, he directed it. And so I'm like, okay, I can I can hang with it. And like, it was fine. Like, all of the Disney live action versions that I've seen have been fine. And I don't think that this one is going to be anything other than fine. Agree with you. I'm sure it'll be fine. The CG looks really bad. I can't figure out if they want to go for a fantastical or photorealism, and somehow they settled for neither, and it's not good. That's just kind of his thing now. What happened to you, Tim Burton? I want Big Fish Tim Burton back. Me too. Dumbo, not it. Not it. Maybe. We'll We'll see. see. Okay, (laughs) next up we have Detective Pikachu. Someone there? Whoever you are... I know how to use this. Oh, jeez. Here we go. I know. You can't understand me. But put down the stapler or I will electrocute you. Did you just talk? Whoa. 
Did you just understand me? Oh my god, you can understand me! Stop! I've been so lonely! They try to talk to me all the time, all they hear is Pika Pika. Uh, you can hear him, right? Pika Pika! Yeah! Pika Pika Pika! Is Pikachu a cop? It's a good question. He's a detective. He's I, a I detective. He's a private eye. He is a private detective. Look at his right. little hat. Yeah. Clearly, Sherlock Holmes. there has been a lot of vitriol on Twitter recently. Mm-hmm. People dunking on Pikachu for being a cop. Yes. And I do not think Pikachu is a cop. He is a private eye who is helping. Are you giving me a beer to drink more of? Oh, God, no. Yeah, you're like, you're like, you're rummaging with an empty. I am. Well, it's not that empty. I still have a little bit. Oh, it's my God. Empty. CJ's trying to kill me. This is this. This podcast has become my suicide note. Uh, am, well, let's have Detective Pikachu look into it. Yes, I'm drinking myself to death. CJ is, oh my God. I just opened up and crushed open a beer that is now not There dancing. is foam all over this table. It's going to be fine. We have to clean it for events tomorrow. It's fine. So anyway, Pikachu is a private detective who is helping a young man of color track down his missing father Correct. after the... Federal police? What are the regular police? I don't know. Where, what they're in a region, right? Uh, the the Kyo I don't know region. If, or I don't Kyo know if region. they're in the Kanto region or where. It's not they Kanto. Are. It's somewhere different. But it seems like they're pausing. There's a new Pokemon world. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, so Pikachu is. I'm I'm saying it here. You heard it here. Okay. Fourth, Pikachu is not a fucking cop. He's I don't think a he's a private cop. detective. Look at his little hat. My father, Rob Simonson, bless his soul, if he listens <laughs> to this. I hope he doesn't. He's aware it exists, so we'll see. Was a detective, and a detective can be a cop, for sure. He's okay. a cop now, but does not have to be. We've seen plenty of movies, and you can certainly hire your own private eye, your private investigator, to yes. go and do your own deed. And those are the people that are most likely to wear the terrible hats. So I think that more than likely, Detective Pikachu is not a cop. I disagree. I think it's a great hat. It's a hat. Why do you think it's a great hat? You don't like the Deerstalker? Not really. Boo. I mean, who's wearing it now? Other than people that are trying to emulate Sherlock Holmes, which clearly Detective Pikachu is. I think that it's just not widely available enough. Are you telling me that if there wasn't a... If tomorrow Urban Outfitters was like, we're going to sell a Deerstalker and it's going to be great. If every fucking guy at the coffee shop is going to be wearing a Deerstalker tomorrow. Hmm. I think we need to bring the Deerstalker back is what this is really about. I've learned a couple things. One, it's called a Deerstalker. Yes. Uh, two, uh, I would not wear one, I don't think. Because I would be drawing, I would be like a, I would look like Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I think you're too tall. Yeah, yeah. You would look like Benedict Cumberbatch because you're I'm tall. too tall for a lot of hats. That's true. That's true. I think it's true. Um, Ken Watanabe acting his ass off in the beginning of this trailer. In his whole one line. He has one line. He delivers it with gusto. It it's is true. fantastic. It's great. Um, I did not write the line down, but perhaps I can insert it in here or I'll something, get lazy. Something about you were going to be a Pokemon trainer and now you're not and you have to believe in your dreams. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite thing about this trailer is that it posits a world where we could get a real Pokemon movie that looks like this. Um, mm-hmm. That is not Detective Pikachu, but is simply uh, a, 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 a young man or woman uh, who is out there. Uh, with his Pokeballs and his Pokemon trying to do the thing. Because, you know, all this has ever existed in is as a video game or an animated cartoon. And we've never really seen something look like this. 
Um, we but, haven't cracked the live action Pokemon movie yet. And this looks pretty good. I, I, I love how willfully weird all of the like CGI Pokemon correct, look. Yeah. I love how much they leaned into like Jigglypuff would look weird. Yeah. Like if you ran into Charizard in real life, Charizard would look nuts. I have gone back and forth on this a number of times because the texture of the skin of many of the Pokemon <laughs> annoys me. I, I don't love how Pikachu looks furry because I think I imagined his skin to look like a dolphin skin. Really? Yep. In I'm my mind, opposite. that's how it looked. I, okay. I don't. I think that he looks too fluffy, but I imagined him being like a little fluffy, like how a mouse is. Right. Well, he yeah, he is a mouse. He's a mouse. So this actually leads to an interesting point that I wrote down, which is I, I guess one of the things I'm deeply fascinated by is who is this trailer for? Because I it's ostensibly for children. It's for people our age, I guess. It's definitely not for adults. And, and by adults, I guess I mean people that are of an age where they do not understand anything about Pokemon. Because the entire end gag of this trailer is about Mr. Mime. And Mr. Mime is a very specific Pokemon character who, unless you understand anything about who the character is, you will not understand any of the gag, right? Like, I know who Mr. Mime is. I know he just says Mr. Mime. I know he mimes things. I know he is a mime. I know that he also can create force field barriers. I know that he is Ash Ketchum's father. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Ash's mom fucked Mr. Mime. It's, It's a hot take. But it is a thing. It's not a take. It's the truth. I don't know about that. But (laughs) but like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like my mom. They don't explain it in the trailer. Why is this mime here? Is it a Pokemon? Is it a person? And so how many of the gags in this movie are really hinged on your knowledge of Pokemon? And to that, there are Pokemon in this that seem to be outside of the, you know, canon 151, right? Um, which is not a bad thing. You know, Pokemon's been around for, you know, two or three decades, not three, two decades two now. Decades. Um, so people definitely know about Pokemon outside the first 151, but at the same time, like, it seems like, I don't know. It yeah. seems like a stretch. The The sell of this movie is a bit of a stretch, maybe. I don't, I disagree. I think that this trailer is for adults. Okay. Because think about... The overall look of the trailer and that it's very weird. It is not cute. Agreed. And Oh, using the turtles happy together, like this weird slowed yes. down mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. It feels like a noir for very, most of the Very trailer. adult. Like little kids don't appreciate that song. They don't even know what it is, but we do. For sure. I'm looping us in with adults, despite the fact that we're drunk on Tuesday talking about Pikachu. Well, and also that we grew up with the character. Yes. I think that this trailer is for us. And for that, I think that it works. I will say, and maybe we're going to get to this later in your notes, but I don't think Ryan Reynolds works. Nope. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even write anything down about that. I think we all agree. In fact, many people believing that the aforementioned and deeply discussed Danny DeVito. Yes. Much better grizzled detective because I think because it, it needs to in order for it to work, it either needs to be perfect, where it would be like perhaps a young woman or like the kid who did Catbug, sure, would be great. Or the or, woman who did Ash Ketchum, yeah. Or it needs to be so wrong it's right, like Danny DeVito. Because Danny DeVito, you're gonna look at him and be like, 
those two things do not seem to relate to each other, but I'm yeah. into this thing. Yes. But with Ryan Reynolds, it's so middle of the road yeah. that like it doesn't work, but it doesn't not work. I just hear Deadpool. Right, because Deadpool is basically an animated character. We don't see Deadpool almost ever, and yeah. it's just basically the same thing. And it's like, and also it's doing a similar kind of thing, right? Like Pikachu is very tongue-in-cheek. He seems to be very kind of hardened and gristled by the fact that he has to deal with like what he perceives as stupid people every yeah, day. Yeah, and all these Which, people that can't understand him. He's not quite breaking the fourth wall, but for our purposes, he kind of is. Yeah. And yeah, I hate it. I don't mm-hmm. like it. You hate it? I don't know if I hate it, but like it's hard to watch the trailer in a way where I'm taking it seriously. I think the lines are funny, but I can't tell if I think they're funny because it's Ryan Reynolds or because they're just well-written. It feels like Ryan Reynolds riffing. <laughs> it feels like oh, he's sure. just doing... It feels like they took... Like, the bad takes from Deadpool and just put them into this movie. There's a moment where a woman leans down into Pikachu and goes, Pika Pika, Pika Pika. And he goes, and he says something, but it's not He offensive. says, like, yeah, man, they can't understand me. They can't understand me. And you you genuinely think, like, he's going to make a dirty joke and then be like, fuck this woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she doesn't understand. There's no way she'll ever understand and whatever. And I was like, I, and that's what I think I wanted almost because yeah. I was so intrinsically tied to being like, well, that's what Deadpool would do. Yeah. Um, and I think you're right. I, it doesn't work for me. doesn't work. And the one work. time that it does work is when they have the original Pikachu voice actress come in when it's from the perspective of the people that can't understand Pikachu. Right. And they look at this cute little fluffy Pikachu and he goes, Pika Pika. And you're like, yes, I get it. That's get it. it. That's yeah. it. 100%. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. I love mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds. I like Deadpool, but it just, it doesn't. It, it either needed to be, like, perfect or it needed, like, oh, my God. Can you even imagine the kid that does Catbug, like, doing Pikachu? Do you know Catbug? I do. Um, I think it would work. It would work. It would be so cute. Can you imagine? He wants more carrots and breadcrumbs. But I think that, like, you miss the hardened detective thing that they're attempt- intentionally attempting to go for. In that version of the movie, it would be, like, yes. the kid leading the charge. And Pikachu is, well, like, Well, because that works for, the, for the actual Pokemon yeah. narrative, right? Right. Um, but now it's, like, Pikachu is really driving the boat here. Yeah, and you need... You need someone who, like, unfortunately, Ryan Reynolds is too, like he is for many things, too pretty. He's too pretty. And he sounds too pretty. And mm-hmm. that's that's on him. Would you see this movie? I don't know if I would see it in theaters. Yeah. I, feel I like, will. I f- you think so? I you know think I you will. will? I just know I will. I'm yeah. just a sucker. And I feel like I just know, I know myself well enough. I'll be like, well, whatever. Like, I feel fine. like this will be a thing on this podcast where... It is very difficult to get me into a movie theater. Yeah. I am not a regular movie theater goer. Sure. It takes a lot. It I the only movies that I see are like bad 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 horror films mm-hmm. and like crappy like Sundance like Oscar bait. Like the last two movies I saw in theaters were 8th grade and Slenderman. Yeah. So it takes a neither l- of those recent, by the way. No, I know it's yeah, been a, yeah. it's been a minute. It's been a minute. So it takes a lot to get me into a into a seat. I think I will see Detective Pikachu if somebody else sees it and is like, "This is really good." Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I would watch it. Like if it comes on Netflix, I would watch it. Sure. But I don't know if this movie has my fifteen dollars. Well, we will see. I don't know yet. But if somebody comes and sees it and is like, Kate, it's actually really good. It's weird and cool. And I think you would really like it. Then I will see it. I could see it being weird and cool. I could also see it getting tanked by critics because most of the critics will not know anything about Pokemon. That is also true. Yeah. I will have to trust my friends. Like me? Like you. 
Uh, and now, Lego Movie 2. The second one. Is it called something? Yeah. It's Lego Movie 2, the second one. Oh, that's really what it's called? That's really what it's called. That's not a bit. I wish that that was a bit because it's hilarious, but that's actually what the movie is called. Well, let's roll the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Once, everything was awesome. Now, everything is bleak. Hey, Lucy. I brought you coffee. Coffee. The bitter liquid that provides the only semblance of pleasure left in these dark times. Oh my goshness, did I interrupt you brooding just now? Times have changed. You need to change with them. We have to be tough and battle ready. Look, a shooting star, make a wish! (gasps) Oh no. Run! Ah! Hurry, the door is slowly closing! the pain. It's getting so cold. Emmett, what are you doing? See, that wasn't so bad. Nothing got in. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but (laughs) uh, I hate that Chris Pratt is doing two voices. Is it also Chris Pratt? Yeah, I was wondering. I thought so. I almost brought it up when we were watching the trailer and I was like, because this was the first time you had watched the trailer when we watched it. Well, because here's the other bit. I watch a lot of trailers that... (laughs) I watch a lot of trailers at work because I don't do my job. Uh-huh. No, but normally, like during my lunch break, I'll be on Facebook and I'll see a trailer pop right, up. Right. My desk at my office is in the lobby. Okay. So I can't watch anything with sound. Right. So a lot of times, the very first time I see a trailer, it's without any sound. Okay. Yeah. So this is my, this wasn't my first time watching it, but it's my first time watching it with all the voices. Right. So it was Chris Pratt doing both of them, and it's clearly a dig on Chris Pratt. So it's clearly Chris Pratt doing a roast on Chris Pratt. Couple of Chris Pratt digs, number of them in this movie, um, yeah. or at least in this trailer. This movie seems like it's half Mad Max, half Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, a Chris Pratt property. Um, there are uh, <laughs> a Chris Pratt joint. A if Chris you will. Pratt joint. Oh no, <laughs> we've taken it away from James Gunn. Is that how dark things have gotten? Oh, Spike Lee. What? No, no, I know, but like. If we're, t- if oh, we're giving that's credit. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's yeah, right, yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, Jim, Gunn, Jim Gunn's going to be just fine. Yeah, oh yeah. He'll take over some DC property and then he'll fail. Um, <laughs> um, and then also the number of Jurassic World 2 blue references, or Jurassic World references. Not yeah. a good movie. Raptor, I'm, I'm, a ra- I'm a cowboy and a raptor trainer, winky winky. Yeah. It's like, wow, Chris Pratt, you're so cool. Cool. I'm going to pretend that you didn't break Anna Ferris's heart. I'm glad you said this just now because I think I'm now anti-Chris Pratt. I'm anti-Chris Pratt. Question mark. I think I was real stoked for him. He was getting all, he was getting all, no, this is a couple years ago. He's all buff. He was getting all buff. Like he was getting. He's a leading man now. He was a leading man. I was like, you know what? I'm not mad about it. And now I think he's a distant fourth Chris um, (laughs) in terms of the Pantheon rankings of Chris's. Uh, Wait. Oh, fit. No, there are five. Take me through the Pantheon ranking of Chris's. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, Pine. Oh, no. I'm a Hemsworth man first. Okay. And then probably Evans. Evans uh-huh. seems like he's a cool guy on Twitter. Uh, Chris Messia. Oh, hot love, take Chris. Love to sneak him in there because let's be honest, Chris. you know, Mindy Project. Great. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a delight. Um, and then and then Chris Pine. I like Chris Pine. I'm not mad about him. I, I think he's good. I think the last movie I saw him in was Into the Woods, which granted mm. was a couple years ago, but he was great. He was great. Uh, he, he, he is, yes. He's he pretty. Also, 
he he's very pretty. He seems delightful. Uh, he plays Prince Charming ish roles very well. Oh yes. Um, and then it is, uh, uh, you know, fifty bags of shit. And then I think now, Chris, whoever we were talking he about, he broke her heart. Anna Ferris deserved better. She did. He yeah. got all hot and he let it go to his head. Did he cheat on her? Do we know that? Did oh, Chris yeah. Pratt cheat on her? Do we oh, do know yeah. that? That's a oh, thing? Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. Are you just saying that a lot? Because you no, want me to... Oh, it, was it is like, a thing. I mean, we know in terms of like it was in the blind items. Damn. But like, oh, yeah. Fuck. I mean, come on. Well, I'm real bummed about that. But Me too. She deserves better. She's lovely. And Chris Pratt just got too big for his britches. Yeah. And just needs to apologize. I don't know what I need from Chris Pratt. I don't... Anna I need Ferris him to go back lovely. to being fat and like, yeah. I, I don't know. like Make Chris Pratt fat again. Ooh, I like it. Let's do it. Let's make, make Chris that. Pratt fat. Listen, if, you've, if you're if you listening to this podcast for the first, hopefully the second time, uh, <laughs> go ahead and start that hashtag. hashtag. Hashtag fat Pratt. Ooh, I like it. Hopefully people know what that means and they don't just assume it's like a product or something. No. Yeah. Well, because I used to, I used, I used to follow him on Instagram. I unfollowed him out of solidarity yeah, with Anna Ferris, and he used I'm raising to, a fist up, raising a fist for yeah. Anna Ferris. He used to do these little bits where he would like talk about all of his healthy snacks. Yeah, oh, I remember that. What's yeah. my snack? Somebody just go put like some junior mints in yes, his baobab yes. yeah, banana yeah. chia or whatever it is he's yeah. eating. We got to make him fat. Yeah, gotta make. Make Pratt fat again. Would you see Lego Movie 2? I'm just kidding. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'll go see it. Um, well, I'm excited. Here's, here's the other thing. We talked about this February release date. Yeah, okay, yeah. So Lego Movie 2 is coming out in February, which I think is a little bit shocking just in the sense that, like, uh, I think the first one came out in summer. Mm-mm. No. Came the out. first one came out in February. Oh, it did. It did. I saw it in theaters, and I remembered... And I remembered because my very first thought walking out of the theater seeing the Lego movie was everybody's going to forget about this by Oscar season. Oh, yeah. And they did. And they did. It didn't even get nominated. It was one of the biggest snubs of that entire year. And so I can't, I cannot believe. You are correct. February 7th. Yeah. Yep. I cannot believe that they are doing it again. And it makes me so sad. That also makes me very sad. And... You're totally right. I totally forgot that that made me so mad that year, actually. Completely snubbed. But it's smart in the sense that they are one. I mean, I don't know. I've always said this. Like, I think they, in Deadpool, you know, bringing you back to the Ryan Reynolds thing was super smart. Put it out in February. February's a dead zone. If you know you have a good movie, put something out at that time. Do it. Do it because you're confident. If you have a, if you have a good movie, but you're not sure if it's a good movie, you put it out in February. Because February is where they bury everything. Well, that's what I'm saying is if you know you have a good movie, if you know you have something that can dominate, do it. Because you can dominate for three weeks, four weeks. You're not buried in the summer season where you're going to get one week at number one and then you're going to go away. That's true. That's true. You have a wider audience, yes, but you get the bigger spotlight. Um, And I think that we're finally starting to see that a little bit in the January, February months. January, not really. January is the burying ground. We will get to that in a moment. Um, A lot of my favorite movies recently have come out in this weird January, February dead zone. Because The Witch came out in that dead zone. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, The Oh, my God. I am having such a brain fart. Walk me through it. Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yes, yes. 10 Cloverfield Lane came out. 
that was one of my favorite movies that was of a March that year, movie, if not yeah. my favorite. Early March, I believe. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So it's it's a weird time of year where kind of anything goes, and I'm I I can't believe that they didn't think that Lego Movie Two, the second one, would be able to do the summer thing. My only other two notes: Intergalactic by Beastie Boys is doing work in this trailer. Oh my I fucking god! Love it. Yes. Great cut. It's a great trailer. Um, I think it's a great trailer. And I love the end stinger uh, when she says, oh, my God, you're my worst nightmare. And she goes, you're me when I'm late to school and I forgot my homework and my pants are made out of pudding. (laughs) Because, like, conceptually, I don't even know how the end part of that works. That's your worst nightmare? I guess. I don't know. Love it. I'm your worst nightmare. You're all of my ex-boyfriends reading all of my Tumblr poetry from when I was in high school? That's a worst nightmare. Can we find it? No. Can it's, you give out the URL? No, it's deleted. I purged it. It's gone. Don't even try to find it. If you're listening to this, don't even try to find it because you won't find it. Okay. Now it's time where we're going to do a uh, hopefully two minute long quick takes on trailers. We're going to go very fast. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. I'm very excited. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to start a stopwatch so I can theoretically... This will be like part of the interruption. This is a very slim uh, number of people that are listening to this. Probably none that will understand what I'm talking about. Part of the interruption is a show on ESPN in which they do timed segments, but for the most part, it's relatively loose. Um, Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Go. The Intruder. Okay. The Intruder stars Dennis Quaid and a uh, sexy looking black couple. I don't remember. One of them was on Being Mary Jane. Correct. The dude yeah. was because yeah, he has yeah. pretty eyes. Yes, and, and she, I remember. I don't know who she, where she's from. I don't either. Um, this looks like a good movie. This we talked about this when we were watching the trailer. Where this is a good example of a trailer where the whole trailer is like the whole movie. Yes, this trailer has a three act structure. Cr- yes, in that correct. it is a very good, very well structured trailer and has that very good use of Dreamland, which is a song that we both love. Sleepwalking. Sleepwalking. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. I was close. By Santo there. and Johnny. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Sleepwalking, totally. which we both love. But um, this is a great movie that I don't know if I will see. This feels like one of those movies that is that it'll come out in that weird kind of January, February area. And could do well. I feel like Dennis Quaid is hitting his Randy Quaid streak here. Yeah. Um, he's going crazy. He looks very thin. Should we, should we be worried about Dennis Quaid a little bit? I think it's for the role. Actors are losing and gaining weight now. That's like the thing. I know, but Dennis Quaid, like, it's like, did you really act if you didn't lose twenty pounds? Yeah, but that's part of it now. Was he gaining and losing weight for Parent Trap? We won't know. We Um, don't know. uh, Does Dennis Quaid know how to smoke a cigarette? Because there's a moment in this trailer where he is holding a cigarette like a crazy person. (laughs) I've smoked a cigarette before. I know it is not the way that he's doing it. CJ, it's wild. Take a look. Also, um, I feel like Dennis Quaid. in the most interesting way of this trailer is trying to do his best Jack Torrance. Um, yeah, he's I trying to too. channel a little bit of Nicholson. I mean, to the point where like he breaks through a door and like peeks his head through in a very kind of like here's Johnny way. It's a fun trailer. It's weird. It's weird. I it's don't cool. I, I feel like it could be kind of that like sleeper comes out, you know, January end of January makes 15 million kind of thing. I agree. All right. Cool. We cool. hit two minutes on the dot with that. I feel very Two impressed. minutes. Hell yeah, we did it. Let's okay, do it. Serenity. What's our next one? Serenity is a trailer starring Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. And we get to see Anne. Don't, guys, don't you want to see Anne Hathaway's boobies in this movie? Don't you want to? Because guess what? Watch Brokeback Mountain. Um, I feel like this movie 
so I watched the trailer and then I was like, I feel like we've seen this trailer. And then I sh- and then I pulled it back to the menu and I was like, Kate, hey, I've seen this trailer before. And it turns out the trailer we watched showed that the movie was coming out in October and then there was a new one for it coming out in January. Oh, yeah, January? Yeah, January. Yeah. So this is a movie that might be coming straight to DVD, question mark? Maybe. Could be. It means... Guys, we got two Oscar award-winning actors in this movie. This is going to be a slam dunk. Dijmon Hansu, I believe, also an Oscar winner. And then, and then they finished the movie, and they were like, "Fuck you guys! We can't put this out in the middle of Oscar season. We have to bury it in January." And then they did, and it doesn't look very good. It looks like a Stephen King slash J.J. Abrams movie, but bad, right? Anne Hathaway wants Matthew McConaughey to kill her husband, and also they fuck. And also, they're on an island where Matthew McConaughey doesn't understand any of the rules of the islands and slash the things. A, and they're on a boat. It's like a Truman show, but like not good. Yeah, what? how does the island figure into this? They're on an island? I don't know. I wrote down Lost slash Temptation is because I feel island, like he yells about a temptation a lot. Is murder legal on the island? Is this a purge situation? Is it a purge situation? Where's the police? Is Detective Pikachu on the island? I'm is num- he a cop? The number one question I'm stoked to ask about in this podcast is, is this a purge situation? Because many trailers seem to lead to killing with no consequence. So Anne Hathaway very dramatically is like, I want you to throw my husband off this boat into the water with the sharks. Yes. Specifically with the sharks. With the sharks. With the sharks. With the clicking down of the yes. like reel. Yeah. He's coming down. It's clicking and it's also like a timer. I'm kind oh, of is that four minutes? It's fine. We'll be all right. Okay, next, Toy Story <laughs> 4. Okay. They made a fourth after they made a perfect third. Here's the thing about Toy Story 4. Go for it. Lay it on me. So there's a fork in this trailer. Oh, no. There's not a fork. There's a spork. A spork with googly eyes yeah. and little pipe cleaner arms. Correct. And the t- and the fork with little googly eyes and the spork, sorry, yeah. and little pipe cleaner arms has become sentient. So yes. this is what begs the question about the Toy Story. Lo- Imagine me here with my smoking jacket and my pipe. I see where you're going and please ask it. So at what point does a toy become sentient in the Toy Story universe? I've never been happier that anyone has asked anything because I had not thought about it until this moment and I'm so excited. I have no fucking idea. Is that a thing? So here's the thing. Yes. It has not been addressed in the Toy Story franchise. Correct. Andy, in the original movie... Well, it kind of has. Not really. In the first one because Sid builds creatures that are not... They're all still sentient. Right, but they aren't real toys. They're not real toys, but they were real toys. Right. So now we've gotten into something darker, which is if you've stripped apart toys and rebuilt them like Frankenstein style, does that mean that they're real? But then also now things that aren't toys are also real. Yes. Because here's the other thing. You think like, oh, is Andy like this magical child who can give sentience to toys? Because Sid has been stealing Andy's toys and making them sentient. But Jessie the Rootin' Tootin' Cowgirl. Yes. And and Stinky Pete, who... Jesse was once owned by a child who was not Andy, who we know was not Andy. Yes. And was sentient. So it's not Andy. Stinky Pete was never even taken out of his box, was never owned by a child, but is still sentient. Well, and also Toy Story 3, the daycare characters, yep. right? Those are not... The implication yeah. there, though, is that they were donated. 
because that's they how all donated. Well, that's how Woody right. and all them got there. And then when Buzz is at Al's toy barn with all the other Buzz Lightyears in their boxes, those are all sentient. So at what point does a toy become a sentient toy? If you put googly eyes on a fork, does it become sentient? Can we make John Laster answer this from his Me Too prison? Well, because this is the other thing with the cars problem. Have I yes. talked to you about the cars problem? No. Well, no, yeah. So with cars, it's like planes is right. set in the universe of cars, takes place during World War II. Okay. If there's a cars World War II, that means there's a cars Hitler. Did you see planes? No. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but, I have to stop and ask. But the trailer is like from the world of right, cars. Right, 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 right. right. Because we're talking about trailers. I've, seen, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that means there's a Cars Hitler, which means there's Cars Jews, which means there's Cars religion, which means there's Cars Jesus. So, right. like, where does the Cars end? So it's, excuse me, it's kind of the Toy Story response to the Cars problem where it's like, I really dig the fact that they're going into, like, the sentience of toys and really digging into it as opposed to in the early 90s when these animated movies were a little more geared specifically towards kids where it wasn't expected that everything would be BoJack and everything would have a deeper meaning that it's like the toys come alive when you're not there and that's it. And everybody buys it and it's great and it works. But now we're like really digging in because there's some quote from Pixar where it's like, we never tell a story unless we think that there's a story worth telling. Yeah. We wouldn't be making a Toy Story 4 if we didn't think there was something worth going into. Right. And if the thing worth going into is like digging into the mythology of whether or not these toys are sentient and how toys become sentient and why. And like if you put googly eyes on a spork, does it become a living being and how? That's dope. I love that. There's no chance they go into any of that. No, I want them to. You know there's no chance. I wrote down goes to prison, I hope. <laughs> because it seems like the kind of thing a prisoner would make. It does. Well, because he's like, I don't belong here. Yeah. And so the question is, is it because he doesn't belong here because he's not like a traditional toy? Right. Or is it because and like he's embarrassed yeah. because he's like, I'm just googly eyes on a fork and you're like a famous Woody doll. You had like your own TV show. And if it really is trying to deconstruct what is a toy and what isn't a toy, I feel like I'm kind of compelled by it. But I love it. I really genuinely don't need another Toy Story in my life. I don't. I love Toy Story 3. I think it's perfect. I don't need 4. Uh, R.I.P. Don Rickles. Um, mm-hmm. Last trailer. Backtrace. What is this trailer? <laughs> what is this movie about? You yelled that, and then I simultaneously yelled it afterwards, and then we yelled it together. I was like, CJ, I don't know if I'm drunk or if I just don't know what this movie is about. And we're drunker now than we were when we watched it. So yes. explain to me what Backtrace is all about. Okay, I'm going to do my best. Yes, I love it. So Please Backtrace do. is about... Oh my fucking God. Backtrace is about a guy yeah. who sees something happen it's the guy from stranger things i'll look up his name the guy from stranger things sees something happen and then suffers quote catastrophic amnesia yeah i think that's right okay and then sylvester stallone and some lady have to make him remember the thing that he saw because crime 
So they inject a serum that's, quote, stimulates memory yeah. into him to make him remember the thing that they that he saw so that he can explain it to them so that they can do crime. Yes. Is that it? Matthew Modine is the guy yes. from Stranger Things. I don't know if that's the thing. You're asking the wrong person. Is it? Sylvester Stallone is, is in this trailer? <laughs> Sylvester Stallone... It's unclear We're if he's gonna the... Have their memory. Yeah, here's my... Yeah, yeah, right, right? Right. I'm ready. Bingo rub down down yesterday. <laughs> That's it. I That's feel it. like I'm watching Rocky I right think now. he says, Bank got robbed down in town yesterday. <laughs> a thing that has too many syllables for Sylvester Stallone to start a trailer with. Oh my God. Bank got robbed. Down in town yesterday. That's amazing. Now keep in mind... We were drunk when I wrote that down, so that might not even be 100% correct. But even if it's half correct, not okay for him to start a trailer with. A. B. Is Stallone the good guy or the bad guy in this movie? I don't know. I feel like if you're forcibly injecting people with things, you're the bad guy. I would think so. Uh, Christopher McDonald is in this movie? Hannah Montana. Oh my god, I just almost called her Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah McDonald's dad. We both know Hannah McDonald. I have a fun story about I saw her on Saturday Night. Oh my god, I fucking I love her. Yeah. Hannah, if you're listening, I love you. Um, she should come on this podcast. She should she come should on this podcast. She should get her dad on this podcast to oh explain my god. what the fuck this movie's about. I have such a fun story about Christopher McDonald. So I was on set for Hannah McDonald's senior thesis. And we all... What? Me too. Oh no, I... Oh, you were not. No, never mind. We all stayed at her house up in like Arrowhead. Yes. And the rule was, because there's a water shortage in California, we could only take five minute showers. And so I, I had my I had my one shower for the whole weekend. It was just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So like Friday, you shower in the morning before you leave. Saturday, you like take a shower and then Sunday, you don't shower and then you shower when you get home. It is a reason. Excuse me. It is a reasonable amount to shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was taking my shower and I get out of my shower. I have my clothes on in the bathroom because people are at the house. I open the door. Christopher McDonald is standing there at the door. Mm. And he's like, how long do you think your shower was? I'm like five minutes and he's like 12 minutes whoa too like, far over that's double i'm like damn i'm sorry you should have like, known better it's like don't you know we're in a drought and he like chastised me about california being in a drought interesting and so that's why he's dope nothing but lovely things to say about christopher i was McCullough. on her ap i briefly met him he's dope he seems cool he's in this movie with Sylvester Stallone. And maybe it's about memory serum. What does the drug do? And then I put parentheses memory, question mark. And then I put parentheses bank rob, question mark. The, the, the serum makes you remember things that you forgot. The biggest thing I had from this trailer, which I would love to end this note on before we end this podcast, is when music cuts to gun clicks, I'm all in. <laughs> That's how we get CJ. I'm like, yeah, sign me up. I'm here for this. When like when a when the music cuts around, like clearly established music or like a score, and then they're like, and it like does the thing. I'm like, sure, done. I'm in. Are you gonna see this movie? It's the kind of bad movie I will watch. I don't know if Stallone's a good guy or a bad guy, and I think that's very compelling to me. It seems like they open. Is it on compelling him. or is it just a bad trailer? <laughs> it's probably both, but. I feel like, because the whole thing we just talked about in our sober version of the podcast is that a trailer tells you what the movie is about and makes you want to see it. I don't know what this movie is about. Yeah. I I will watch this because, like, it has enough components that I 
I won't want to watch it. You know what I mean? Like, I think this movie will be bad. Um, I think it will hopefully be so bad it's good. Mm. I think it's on the level where I'll enjoy making fun of it. The trailer does enough for me where I'm like, well, you know, whatever. Like, I like a serum. Yeah. Serums are fun. I like a serum where it's unclear what it does. Um, <laughs> it makes him remember. We were also, this was the last trailer we watched. This it. was the last trailer we watched. We had already done a couple, we had already done one tequila shot and had a couple of beers. That's true. So maybe we will have to do an addendum where we watch this again and we're like, oh, duh, we were just drunk. But I really don't think so. If there's a backtrace trailer too, we will be all over it. We'll be all over it. Backtrace. We're going to trace it. Look See, backtrace. It. it tells you what the serum does, CJ. You trace it back. You're tracing back the memories. Look for it in a theater and or probably a DVD bin near you. Probably like the big DVD bin at Walmart. The dollar one where yeah. it's like so straight to. And you're like, oh, Sylvester Stallone's still doing stuff. Good for him. Yeah, other than Rocky and the occasional Rambo movie. No, oh, he's in Creed, isn't he? Yeah, Rocky. No, but like the new ones. No, I know. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, like that's all he's in. The yeah. Rocky franchise. And Guardians. The Rocky verse. If James Gunn can bring him back. Was he in Guardians? Yeah, he's in Guardians too. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. That's not the first one. You should check it out. Support James Gunn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> political. Yeah. Spicy political takes on this podcast that directors who tweeted things 11 years ago maybe shouldn't be fired. I'm, Whoa, oh, spicy. Ooh, something. I can only imagine we will get are more political on this podcast. Oh my god. Uh-oh. Depending on the guest. Let's see. <laughs> Let's get some of our socialist friends on here. Oh boy. Let's do it. Soon, Burn it down, man. Burn it down. Soon enough. Um well, this was Trailer Trashed. Uh my name is CJ Simonson. I'm Kate. And we did an episode. We of sure this did. Show. I now I just have to like sit here and hang out for like 2 hours so I can drive home because I'm so drunk. It'll be fun. We'll figure it out. It'll be we'll, fine. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll watch some stuff. Out. We might watch. We might. We're gonna watch whatever should be backtraced, which is probably a different Sylvester Stallone movie. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sounds all good. Right. Uh, go check out Merry Ground Magazine and all the other stuff. Merry uh, Merry Go Roundtable and subscribe to that. Subscribe to this. Give us five stars. We have a website. It's amazing. Merry Ground Magazine. Check it out. Yay! Woo! Woo! All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. We love you. Bye. <laughs>